Hi everyone, welcome back to Finding Our World podcast. This is Alice. This is Evelyn. And we are both very comfortable in our sweaters, even though I'm in Taipei and she's in LA, (laughs) but I guess it's getting cold in our worlds where we are physically. In both worlds. (sighs) Anyways, like we said last week or two weeks ago, wait. Yeah, two weeks ago. Um, yeah, two weeks ago. This, today we're going to be talking about the terms that we use in quotes right now, ABCs and FOBs. Not even ABCs versus FOBs. It could be ABCs versus FOBs, depending on your perspective, but ABCs and FOBs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Evelyn. Yeah, so, um, well, let's start to define what we mean by ABC and yes. FOBs. I think that's something that we should discuss first. <laughs> um, ABCs, American-born Chinese. Mm-hmm. Um, we are For example, ABCs. me. Exactly. And Alice, um, we are ABCs, FOBs. Um, literal. Translation. Meaning. Like. Your literal translation, yeah. uh, like fresh off the boat, meaning international students. Um, if you're from abroad you're technically categorized as a fob yes in quotes yes. basically in quotes everything okay um, keep in mind when we see let's say like abcs and fobs right now it's all for the purpose of this podcast like to explain the terms and to um it's to bring awareness to the terms of like abcs and fobs and so if anyone listening to this is like excuse me stop calling me a fob or stop saying the word fob we are just trying to address it (laughs) yeah um that's a that's the point of our episode today um addressing the difference between abc and fobs and the meaning that comes behind those two words um so yeah so let's start with abcs um i don't know about you um, but I don't mind being called an ABC. I don't mind being I think. called an ABC because it's literally American-born Chinese. Like, we were both literally born in America, yeah. and our parents are of, are of, like, Chinese descent, like, Han Chinese descent. Exactly. Um, so, ABCs. Yes. Um, yeah, it's just American-born Chinese, but we, I guess... The thing is, when you go to Asia and you're called an ABC, um, it's not a negative thing. It sometimes can be a good thing. You get more perks. Mm-hmm. Um, like when I go to Asia, because of my skin color, I'm a little darker. Um, people automatically know that I'm an ABC. Um, no matter where in Asia I go, like they know I'm American. Really? <laughs> Cause like I'll go to Korea uh-huh. and they'll like speak to me in Korean and I'm like I don't know what you're saying and then they still speak to me in Korean and I'm like cool so then you know how I communicate <laughs> body language because you know guess what your girl doesn't know Korean even though my last name's Lee a lot of people from Taiwan our last names are also spelled L-E-E well your last name's Lee you're um of paler skin you can't tell right now so. though, the lighting makes me look pretty <laughs> not t- I mean, yeah, anyways. <laughs> but yeah, so um 
I think just being called ABC in, let's say, Asia, you have to act a certain way. Um, ex- it comes yeah. with a certain way. They expect you to like dress a certain way, for example, or they'll the like mm-hmm. you know what? It's not a bad thing, like necessarily, but it I realize that they it goes both ways though actually okay so first i'm going to talk about how let's say for me personally living in taiwan right now how i when people see me and they're like oh you're so abc like um the maybe the things that they might say and then as well as the same and then i'm going to talk a little bit about i guess as an abc though how i do cling to that identity very strongly here at the same time because it gives me a sense of belonging so like as in like abc um they don't expect you to have good chinese so so basically if i say like oh yeah if, if i'm speaking in chinese i meet someone for the first time i speak in chinese and then they're like oh yeah so like when did you go to move to america and i'm like oh i was born and raised in america and they're like oh like no no, no but like when did you like maybe like uh like did you did you were you were born there maybe you came back in to taiwan and you lived here for a few years and then your family moved i'm like no 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 i was literally like born and raise my whole entire life in america i only came back to taiwan for the summers for like two weeks max when i was young so there's that expectation that oh abc equals terrible chinese which can't blame them most abcs do have really bad chinese i mean chinese is a very hard language to learn anyways um there's also the way that you dress like you there's just people like to put certain types of styles and clothings and whatever and they like to put labels on it so which is something we're going to touch upon later too in america when people are like oh you dress like such a fob where it's here they're like oh you dress like such an abc or like i've had people say yeah you're the entire vibe you give off is just like abc and i mean i don't mind it because i am an abc and sometimes it's actually my safe spot so i can be like oh yeah i'm abc so i don't really like um or like not that my safe spot but like i like to connect with other abcs because honestly culturally like we just kind of understand each other better but at the same time it's like wow like it's like you understand because it's like uh, people sometimes they try to put a certain label on you to get to know you or it's like a topic to talk about when they first meet you but then sometimes like when they if they keep going back to it that's when you're like all right we get it i am an abc and i can i can speak mandarin uh is there more we need to talk about this (laughs) do we need to keep going back to this do we need to keep touching upon this like i i don't think so i think it's it's like a thing it's like oh yeah like you when you meet for the first time i'm like hi my name's alice and you're like hi my name's evelyn and i'm like oh yeah so you're evelyn evelyn's like yeah yeah i'm like later i'm like yeah so you're evelyn Mm -hmm. (laughs) yes (laughs) does it it's, it's just kind of like, yeah, yeah, we, we get it already. We don't need to keep talking about it. Mm-hmm. No, I think it's like that here as well. Like ABC, if you're ABC here, you're expected to not say not know Chinese, but your Chinese isn't too great. Yeah. Um, it's funny because earlier today, um, I was basically calling this person for work and I was talking to them and then I was talking to them in English and then um, they gave me like this other person's phone number and they were like okay can you go get information from them and I was like okay yeah and then I was like oh does uh, she speak English or Mandarin and the person was like oh do you speak Mandarin and I was like oh yeah I can and 
he he was like oh like you can communicate fully in mandarin and i is was this, like wait, question is this um i person that uh-huh. you're speaking to is is he mandarin a mandarin speaker too like an older mm-hmm. person yeah, yeah, yeah. Or he's like, older okay. yeah he's a little older yeah he's like a parent um so yeah he was like are you sure and i was like um yeah i'm pretty sure i can speak mandarin so we spent like oh, not not five minutes maybe like three minutes just talking about if i can speak mandarin or not <laughs> like him questioning me and i was like okay thank you and <laughs> so funny because it's like we're not we're not saying that you can't say that or you can't be shocked when you find out that we can speak yeah. mandarin because i get it like really a lot of abcs can't speak mandarin but at the same time it's like okay mm-hmm. once we've kind of established it let's try to move on from it and let's not dwell on it too much because then it just makes the conversation it starts getting uncomfortable for us because we're like we've already told yeah. you we can so i don't know what you want me to say like suddenly to lie to you and be like actually no maybe you're right i can't like what do you want me to say yeah like i get it in the sense that like oh yeah like they're surprised yeah. um yeah usually a lot of like older generation people like my trainees isn't too great but um it's conversational it's pretty and good a lot for, of older generation people we are for ABC, yeah, for ABC. <laughs> we're putting um, that label on yeah, ourselves they're too. They're always like, <laughs> they're always like, oh, like, um, you're born here. Like, how come you you know Chinese? And I'm like, oh, well, girl, like, I've I've been to Chinese school since I was like seven has, okay, for like ten years. Have, have and they their Chinese still sucks. That's true, but then we also karaoke, so that has helped me read a lot. Oh, really? no lie though oh yeah karaoke and watching like chinese shows with like yes, subtitles, yes, yes. with like chinese subtitles like has sh- really improved improved my reading Me too, actually i think that's also how i learned simplified chinese because when i was when i went to chinese school they taught me traditional chinese um and then mm-hmm, i really learned how to read simplified chinese from watching um like chinese uh, shows and dramas and stuff shows mm-hmm. yeah so that's what abc is known for mm-hmm. <laughs> one of the things that abcs are known for it's been terrible at chinese being able yeah. to speak yeah um and then going back to kind of like wait pause um, makeup uh, not fully yeah. pause but just a, t- a little snippet when we say that's what abc is known for we mean like that's what that's how Chinese people Stereotype see ABCs. Types. Like, not... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because, yeah. uh... Yeah, this is... We're talk, We're kind of more talking about, like, Chinese perspective on ABCs like, and mm-hmm. then, like, American... Asian-American perspective on, like, quote-unquote fobs. This, this is what we're talking about right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. A known for meaning, like, that's what they're stereotyped as mm-hmm. from, like, Chinese people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... Also, going back to, like, makeup, clothes, and stuff, um, I think with fobs, it's the same thing. Like, um, you're, you need to dress a certain way to be considered, like, American-looking, or um, people identify themselves as international students if they dress a certain way as well. Um, makeup-wise as well, you see, like, um, American, foreign Chinese, their makeup are, is kind of geared towards more american Mm -hmm. like there's heavier makeup um 
And then when you are like in Asia as an ABC, you see that difference. Like people on the streets, I feel like see that difference. Like your makeup is different. Mm -hmm. It's not very like, like Yeah. Like very, um, very like, I can't find the word for it. Natural, Um, very like, okay. Actually, I realize a lot of, okay, but a lot of, um, I feel like a lot of people here, I feel like they pack on their blush. That's the one thing that is very different yeah. from, I think, American, more American style makeup. Like, I feel like in America, mm-hmm. we pack on like foundation, we pack on like contour and like bronzer and stuff, and we pack mm-hmm. on like our eyeshadow. Here, they really pack on their blush. Like, their whole faces, oh, and foundation, so foundation and blush, because I feel like their face is just foundation, pale, white, and then all of a sudden, I just see blush and i'm like oh mm-hmm. okay <laughs> and then like a lip like a like a very bright lip mm-hmm. yeah yeah they don't do much on like their eyes i think that's what that's the one thing i feel like let's just be honest here in general we don't really have much space to do on our eyes <laughs> <laughs> so as asians and so like especially in asia i feel like in america we still try it more because we're surrounded by people who do have a lot of space like on their eyelids for like eyeshadow and stuff so then we still try to find our Mm -hmm. own like way of doing it onto our own eyes um but then i feel like in asia Mm -hmm. because everyone here has pretty much the amount of no space on their eyelids so there's not as Mm -hmm. much effort needed to put into eyeshadow because there's no there's no one around to Mm -hmm. like not compete with but like to compare yourself with for eyeshadow and then if they do do eyeshadow it's it's usually it's not they don't really do like smoky eye they don't really do like um i feel like they go for darker colors there's no yeah exactly they don't go for the darker colors they go for like the more like pink and the more like you know Mm -hmm. i don't know peachy yeah exactly yeah and no Mm -hmm. like um i forgot what i was gonna say nothing keep going (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah i think also because this is this is getting into another topic that we will be talking about later on but i'm just gonna mention it right now because of like the makeup we do um or maybe how we dress and present ourselves um abcs tend to look a little older Mm. in asia or that's how that's how I've always been perceived. I've always been perceived older. When I when I came, there was this one summer where after I graduated, I came to Taiwan and I was like moving from Airbnb to Airbnb. And basically the second Airbnb I stayed at, I had like a little conflict with my Airbnb host because um, basically I saw, I th- thought, I as if you guys listened to our last podcast, I, I cannot live in a space where there's no window and there's no sunlight. And I thought there was a window and then I went and then there was no window. It was blocked by the AC. So the AC, because the AC is right there, you can't open, you can't move the window at all. And then behind the window, she built another space um, to like hang clothes, like to dry clothes. And so there's no window. And then it's like a low zone low so it's like her she she owns like the first floor of that building and then she built a second Mm -hmm. floor within her first floor so that's basically the 
um, how that Airbnb was. And then she mm-hmm. also, there were just a few things. And then I remember staying there after like two or three nights. I was like, I really just, I can't do this. I was like getting nightmares and I just didn't feel very comfortable. And basically I told her because I was, because I like had shared this with other people and they're like, oh, you should talk to her about it. And I was like, okay. So I told mm-hmm. her and I was like, hey, there there are things at your place that you didn't show um on your pictures on the airbnb site in terms of like maybe more religious things that i'm not as comfortable with like right at the front of your house and Mm -hmm. then i've been getting nightmares and as well as i thought there was going to be sunlight but i don't get any sunlight i thought there was going to be like fresh air but i can't open my window at all and so just these things and then Mm -hmm. added together like also her stairs were so steep that i almost fell the first night anyways moving on but and then i i told her and i was just trying to you know I'm paying for this space and I feel like I should be able to, you know, and she basically was like, aren't you from America? Shouldn't you be more open-minded? And I was like, what? And then she was like, you're, you're from America. (laughs) So you should be more open-minded. And then she's like, we have like, you believe what you believe in and I believe in what I believe in and we don't interfere with each other's like religious beliefs. And I was like, I'm not trying to interfere with your religious belief. I'm just telling you that I'm paying money to stay here and I didn't know that you had an entire like shine set up and I'm personally Mm -hmm. not that comfortable with it and I've been getting nightmares. Like I'm not saying it's necessarily because of your shine, but the reality is I've been getting nightmares and I'm not comfortable. And then, and that's not even the main thing. I also just wanted sunlight and I wanted fresh air. But she kept kind of focusing on that Mm -hmm. one thing and then kept saying things like, you're American, you're ABC, why are you being like this? Um, I thought you guys were so open, blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, Mm -hmm. "Um, why, why, why are you, why? You know what I mean? Like, I'm just trying to have a conversation with you Mm -hmm. here. I'm not saying it has to be anything, but I'm trying to have a conversation and i'm i feel like i'm getting attacked and i feel like you're using me like um my background as an american-born chinese to attack me and saying that Mm -hmm. because you're abc you are supposed to be certain ways and you're not so what's wrong with you i actually went up into my room and i cried at first i didn't know why i was crying but i think i just realized oh i feel like i'm being attacked because of my background and and then saying that oh you're Mm -hmm. supposed to be this way but you're not what's wrong with you but that that's an incident that happened to me in taiwan so abcs don't always have it the best i think a lot of people who who aren't abcs like but who are asian they think like oh you're abc like you have the best of both worlds we do in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. we really do but in a lot of ways we're also very misunderstood and we're also like categorized into certain categories and expected to be a certain mm-hmm. way expected to have bad chinese expected to be super open and if we're not they're like what's wrong with you i'm sorry there's just so many different types yeah. of people you can't put all of us in one category Hmm. yeah i think that also brings us to kind of like international students mm-hmm. or international f- i'm gonna use foreigners because mm-hmm. I don't love the word fob. I think it has a... Negative connotation. Not... Kind of. Kind of, in a sense, a little negative connotation to it. Um, really? I think it kind of has it depends a lot on- of negative connotation to it. Because I think even though we try to be like, oh, I'm not trying to be offensive right now, but 
but like a fob but i feel like the, the reason fob, why yeah. we have to say i'm not trying to be offensive right now is because it has been in the past a very offensive word yeah. so even if we're trying yeah yeah exactly yeah, so even though we're trying to not we're not trying to you know but i think it i think most people who who have been called a fob it comes as like an insult or like um if it hurts mm-hmm. or like it's just yeah like they don't they're not trying to walk around and being they're not trying to be like hey guys call me one you know yeah so i yeah. think it does have like a yeah. negative connotation to it Incarnation. Yeah. So we're going to use foreigner from now yeah, on. But you know, you guys um, know what we're referring to, too. Yeah. Yeah. So just in case, um, fob now is foreigner. We're going to use that. We're going to try to eliminate that word. Um, so going with f- foreigners. Oh my gosh. I have to catch myself saying it because it's just very different. Um, but I think with foreigners, it's really the same thing. Like, um, they have to adjust to like coming here um whereas we have to adjust going to asia they have certain stereotypes that um i guess americans or anyone that's that lives here or there or wherever um gives to them you know what i mean yeah so i feel like with foreigners it's not that easy on them either it's hard um it's really hard and like in school if you if you're categorized as a foreigner you tend to hang out with like foreigners like international mm-hmm. students let's just be um, real right a lo- here, i know like, a lot yeah back in high school it's really like abcs versus fobs though like usually those two yeah. groups don't and there's no um like like I, what's that word they don't mesh well yeah it's just like they don't mesh into a group exactly yeah and i think it's interesting because a lot of high schoolers or like um i don't know let's say school counselors and stuff like that are always like well um international students just don't branch out like they just like to stay in within their group but i feel like abcs are all the the same as well you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like foreigners they stay within like their group because they're accepted there exactly and the people next to them know their culture they know Mm -hmm. what they're going Mm -hmm. through they connect in that way Mm -hmm. and i think the reason like they don't mesh into like our the dominant culture in school or in society is not because they don't try it's they're trying, but they also keep that sense of identity that they are a for like they're all they are a foreigner. They are an international student within them. You can't just tell them to eliminate their culture completely yeah. and assimilate to like the American culture. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's really hard because it's let's just say not even right now taking out the not even in terms of like Chinese Americans versus like uh, Chinese people who have like Chinese foreigners right um in general anyone who has to move to another country and who has to assimilate into that new culture it's a very difficult thing because culture plays a huge part in our lives it's it's so like ingrained in our bloods without us even realizing it it affects us so in so many ways and it's really especially a lot of 
Chinese foreigners come when they're in middle school or high school, which is already the time even for people who are like American Chinese, like Chinese Americans, were also going through like, oh my God, like who am I? Like figuring out our identity, going through puberty. Mm -hmm. They are going through the same thing and they have it even harder because they're in a completely new culture where, let's be real here, most AVCs are like so, so like against the, they're the hardest Rude. yeah they're they judge the chinese foreign students the hardest they're the most exclusive yeah. like to, like in terms of they're like they're they don't welcome them i was actually probably the only like and there are some people who um they're not mean to them necessarily like there's like abcs who aren't in it they may not just you just don't acknowledge their existence almost and then there are ones who are actually kind of mean to them and we have to say though like i mean like for me personally so let's say i think i can kind of speak for both sides because i am an american-born chinese um but in high school Mm -hmm. i was the only abc to hang out with the chinese like foreign students at my school and Mm. i understand a lot of abcs feel like a lot of they feel that a lot of the like foreign students they don't try to assimilate into american culture and Mm -hmm. they walk around very honestly some of them walk around with a lot of like they're very cocky and then they have this air of like you know but sometimes you put up that front because they're so uncomfortable and they don't feel welcome but Mm -hmm. at the same time some people are they maybe are really cocky right and they don't try at all to speak in english um they, that, that's what ABCs think. They're like, they don't try to speak in English. They don't try to understand our culture. And then they walk around and they're really, really rude for what, in terms of what American culture is. But if we kind of look back, for mm-hmm. example, the last episode where we talk about how, for example, in Asia, people don't hold the door open for you. That's not necessarily manners. But in America, that's manners. Yeah. So we already see that there's just different cultures. And in their culture, it's not yeah. rude. But in our culture as Americans, it's rude. And it takes time for them to understand what are the things that are accepted in American culture and what are the, what are the things that aren't. Mm-hmm. What's common sense to us is not necessarily common sense to them. But I think I get it when you're in high school. You're also just like, why are you like this? And then because we all look the same. So even if we mm-hmm. could dress differently, right? But we look the same. Like our face faces look the same so then people who aren't asian Mm -hmm. could put us all in the same category and then i guess the abcs are just like we look the same but you're acting completely different than how i would act you're being what in america is called rude i don't want everyone to think that we're this quote-unquote same in terms of i don't want everyone to think that i'm rude like that too i feel like there's there's that Mm -hmm. so it's like I feel like the main thing is more understanding because then now, because then because like ABCs are so like towards like fobs, quote unquote, um, a lot of like Chinese foreign students also hate ABCs actually. And they're also very like, so it's become like a rivalry, but not a very like obvious rivalry, but like it's low key there and it doesn't really need to be there because at the say at the end of the day we are we really are the same we come from a more similar culture than we know and yeah there's a lot of like chinese americans who are very very americanized and who know like almost nothing about chinese culture but still get costed mm-hmm. in very very 
Chinese rolls. Um, <laughs> but there's also... I, well, I rather them than um, you cast someone else, another ethnicity over like the role that's supposed to be like Chinese. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not trying to name out some shows or dramas right but, now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but <laughs> sometimes, okay, I'm not trying to bag on Hollywood, but they cast roles for like the character is Chinese, but they cast like a Korean. Mm-hmm. And then they have that character speak Chinese. That's really kind of And I'm weird like, when okay, there Chinese. are a lot of. Exactly. There are a lot of ABCs out there trying to make it in the Hollywood mm-hmm. industry that like, you know, I'm just saying you can cast someone that is Chinese instead of using another ethnicity to um, fill that role. Fill that role. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sorry. Go on. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, it's I think I'm, I'm done with my thought unless there's something I didn't touch upon, mm-hmm. which sometimes I do. <laughs> um i think with fob also oh sorry i use fob foreigner also it's that um like when i was in high school i remember um i was in a class and um basically this this group of foreigners um would speak chinese like in class and i remember this one person went up to them and was like can you speak english we're in america actually and walked away a lot of abcs say that to them a lot yeah i've heard that before and like what's the difference between the microaggression there and the microaggression between like when um let's say other ethnicities tell us like to speak uh, like english or like when they're like oh like, oh my gosh, you speak English so well. Like, what's the difference between those two microaggressions? Like, it's it's stemming from the same, like, I don't know, like, it's not stereotype, but it's stemming from the same, like, oh, I can't find the word for it. But it's still a microaggression against our own community. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, being an ABC, we're annoyed when people say, like, oh, like, you can't speak Chinese, or, like, oh, you can speak Chinese, Mm -hmm. but then we do the same, well, not we, not me and Alice, but, (laughs) like, ABCs do the same, where they're, like, oh, speak English, you're in America, like, learn, but we're trying, but it's, like, why do they need to step out of their comfort zone for us, Mm -hmm. for Americans, like, if they want to speak chinese mandarin that's their choice mm-hmm. it's it's not interfering you in any way um so i think there's just those little microaggressions that some abcs do give to the foreign students um and it's a little sad it is a little sad there's also times though where like because i can i i feel like i can say that i'm i am a friend with the chinese foreign students however i have been mm-hmm. there has i um <laughs> there's why well, I, I was a this doesn't make any sense at all but this is what happened i was a ta for like chinese high level 2 which is the class that only chinese foreign students take so obviously i just i had i had basically my senior year of high school, I looked at my schedule and then I was like, oh, cool. And then my friend was like, 
you have a hole in your schedule. I was like, what? And they're like, you don't have a second period. And then I looked, I was like, oh yeah, it's like one, three, four, five. And I was like, oh, okay. So I went to my counselor and I was like, why do I, like, what do I do then during this hole? And she's like, oh, you can like TA mm-hmm. or you can blah, 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 blah. And she's like, actually two teachers have already um, like signed you up. Like they, they want you to be their like teacher's assistant. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And one of them was my Chinese teacher. And so that period was uh, high level two Chinese our, ch- mm. our my school is Chinese one, Chinese two, Chinese three, and then like AP Chinese, and then high level one, high level two. Mm. I only took uh, yeah, but anyways. Then you have so many Chinese. You have so many Chinese classes. Yeah, we. Are, I think I heard somewhere that we have like one of the best um, Chinese programs for high school, like public high schools in I don't know oh, California dang. or something. I don't know, but that's also because we have a lot of Chinese foreign students. I believe we actually. Mm. Someone said that we have like a sister school in China. I don't know if that's real, but anyways. Um, yeah, and so I was the TA for high level two, and there was this kid in that class. He was very tall, and he's from China, and he is one of the ones that kind of walk around with this air of like, I'm super like above all of you guys. And again, I f- mm. now looking back, I'm like, I feel like it's a front that he puts up because he wants to, he doesn't want to get hurt. But anyways, um, mm-hmm. he sat right in front of my desk, so. Obviously, like, the teacher's desk and the teacher's assistant desk, we face the class, and then the rest of the class faces us. And then there's this one time, because I'm, so I'm at the corner, and then he is, his desk is in front of mine. And in order to, like, walk, that day I needed to, like, head to the, towards the back, and so I needed to walk in front of his desk, like, basically walk between his desk and my desk. And there's not too much space already. And then he had his legs um like out in front of him and he's tall Mm. keep in mind he's tall so that means there's no space between his desk his desk and my desk for me to walk without having to either step over his legs or to have him just Mm -hmm. you know bring his legs in to let me walk past and so i remember that day like i basically stood there and i saw his legs there and i kind of just looked at him expecting as in i think american culture you just normally if that happened uh the guy sitting there would put his legs in like he would let me go without Mm. me needing to even say anything it's just and then i would just like oh thank you right but what happened was i walked i looked at him he looked at me i looked at him and he looked at me and i realized oh this guy is not going to move his legs in for me to let me so i was like well this is very awkward so i had to literally like cross over his legs in front of him and it made me feel mm-hmm. very uncomfortable and then i was kind of just like well that was rude <laughs> i was like thanks dude and so there really are instances where they do do some things that for us it's rude but again for them i don't think they necessarily see it as rude or the reality is like we just said there are all types of people there are abcs who are rude there are abcs who are nice there are abcs who know chinese there are abcs who don't does not exactly exactly so there are chinese foreigners who have better manners and there are chinese foreigners who don't why don't we just not put mm-hmm. everyone into, oh, because you're this label. So you're supposed to f- completely fit everything of this category. And it's okay if you're shocked at first to hear um, something that you expected of like a stereotype that you have of a certain group of people. Like, let's be honest here. We kind of all have mm-hmm. certain stereotypes that we we 
think of when we think of anyone or anything mm-hmm. right but i feel like yeah. it's okay if you have it and you're just like oh, okay and maybe you're kind of shocked in the beginning but you just move on from it mm-hmm. but there's no reason to put mm-hmm. everyone into the same category and start attacking everyone or to be like keep dwelling on the fact like oh my god you're abc and you can speak chinese oh my god wait okay no 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 come on like you must have like lived in taiwan for a few years no bro i've never i don't know like now i'm living here and now my chinese isn't even getting better but okay but yeah like it's just mm-hmm. you know be more accepting everyone we all need to be more accepting yeah. and we all need to just not be trying to like stereotype everyone and keep everyone in that stereotype yeah. So main lesson of this um, podcast is step out of your own comfort zone, go meet people before you judge them and base them on stereotypes that you've learned from growing up, from friends, family, society in general, um, and go above and beyond the stereotypes. Maybe like um, Alice was saying, um, those people are a certain type of way because that's their defense mechanism that's how they protect themselves um so step out of your comfort zone um go meet new people go meet new people this week um someone that maybe you wouldn't necessarily talk to um how are you guys gonna see, meet see people you guys are in quarantine um, you know there's there is online there is Online, you can meet people online. Um, How are they? <laughs> social date, dating apps. Um, okay, let's not let's not encourage necessarily like dating within. Uh, you, you have to be very understanding of another culture in order to date another culture. <laughs> That's a challenge. Exactly. Um, but I don't know. You can meet mutual friends. There are very, a lot of online support groups right now um yeah if you just go look them up on instagram there are a lot of online support groups go meet new people (laughs) um but yeah i hope that this episode kind of lets you see the connotation between behind the word abc american-born chinese and fob which we are now saying foreigner um and what each kind of term entails i think that's kind of the main point of this episode today there's definitely a lot more that each term entails um so we'll be covering that in a few weeks (laughs) throughout the next few podcasts so just keep tuning in yeah, yeah. And whether if you whether or not you fit into either of those categories or if you don't, I think there's a certain level of relatability if you're any sort of um like immigrant family in America with your own like mm-hmm. culture wherever you come from. Um and I really think that it just takes a lot more understanding. Give everyone the benefit of the doubt, give everyone a chance. And when people when their culture clashes with yours, take a step back we don't need to get we don't need to start attacking anyone here and remember not everyone is the same way you may have had a bad experience Mm -hmm. with one foreigner it doesn't mean that all foreigners are going to be like that because people we're all very different and we all have 
like good qualities and we all have maybe qualities that we don't really appreciate as much but basically don't let that be the excuse why you're like okay all of them I hate all of them yeah so it's come from a place of curiosity I think that's the best thing um don't feel like because you're trying to um learn about someone's culture um you're trying you might offend them like really come from a place of curiosity and ask them like can you tell me a little bit about your culture um or how is it let's say if you're talking to a foreigner international student how is it adjusting to america um how what's different come from a place of curiosity and things will look a little different yeah yeah so uh that concludes our podcast today um episode three episode three is thanks for wrapping up yeah thanks for tuning in um we will see you in two weeks yes this is (laughs) this is episode three and we are going to be checking out we're going to say bye and we will see you guys in two weeks Remember to come back in two weeks. Remember to hopefully listen to us on iTunes and leave us um, five stars and a positive review. And you can always go to our Instagram and connect with us, talk with us, send us stuff, DM us, comment on anything, share your thoughts. Didn't like what we said? Literally just let do us anything. know. You yeah. know, like we're, we want feedback. Just, yeah, we would love to hear. Complain, but not not to not to Instagram um complain to us not to instagram yeah 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 complain to us you know um but but not on itunes please leave good reviews on itunes thank you very much let's not attack us okay you can disagree with us but no attacking okay bye thank you bye